Aura. Right. We are going on our end. I did not rewatch this one, but I have notes. So that's okay. We'll uh, we'll wing it. That's what we do here. Yeah. Just a lot of driving <laughs> driving in the forest. Yeah, this this one I don't have a lot of notes for because Sure. Just driving. Yeah. All right. Maybe this will be a sh- maybe this will be a short one. We'll see. <laughs> we, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. Welcome back, everybody, to Harry Potter in the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one frantic minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Atreya Cope. And we have Eric and Travis back with us again. Welcome back, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. How you doing? <laughs> good. How are you guys? Doing good. Doing awesome. Awesome. Uh, it is Wednesday, and we are back with, of course, more spiders. More, more spiders. Um, today we're talking about minute 123, which starts with uh, with with uh, with an escape, sort of. Um, they back out through the the hollow, the spider's hollow that they were in, but they're not free yet. And it ends with uh, with two screamy boys. Is what I wrote <laughs> because I would be two. Like no judgment yeah. here. Yeah, I would be two. <laughs> I I think. At one point, the beginning of this minute, this is them, like, backing out of the hollow. We're back into the forest where it's more, like, the trees are a little more sparse. And there aren't any uh, spiders in this immediate area. Ron says something that I don't remember. I didn't write down. My notes are terrible, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to... I think he just says, I'm glad... Oh, no. Actually, this is really, really great. This is really, really great. (laughs) <laughs> they back out and there's the spider that was on the front of the car that gets knocked <laughs> off the front of the car yeah. so they're like it's just them and and we get this moment this still beat where Ron looks at Harry and he's like I'm glad we're out of there yeah yeah it's like okay you should wait until and then like, boom there's a spider on the window next exactly. to exactly it's uh, like you should wait <laughs> that's really that's really good that's really good yeah and it makes sense because it's that's the spider that was on the on the hood and and something that i kept like thinking of was like this must be a continuity thing because why would the window be down but now i'm looking at it there's a little bit of broken glass like you can see it's at second yeah it's second like 16 it's it's broken glass yeah i was gonna bring it up yesterday a little bit one of the things one of the little details that i really love about the fort anglia about Spider's Bane here, is <laughs> that uh, all of the damage that the car sustained from the Whomping Willow is still here. Right. And one of the things that happened was, like, branches of the tree boring through the side of the car right. into where they were sitting. And so, like, the path... I was going to say the passenger side window, but driver it's the driver's side, for <laughs> yep. one, because we're in Britain. <laughs> 
the driver's side window where Ron is sitting is gone. Yep. Um, and then there's the hole in the back window that I yeah. like from that one that, like, split between the... Like, it's just still the... It's just, I, the fact that this car is still running is a miracle. <laughs> Even though it's, like, beat to crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now that we've we've talked about, like, the the car being more sentient, you know, because of where it is. And I just wonder, you know, a couple of days ago, it was just a, a car that, you know, had a, was enchanted, you know, and yeah. now that it's here on the Hogwarts ground, now it's sentient and now it's been beat to hell. Like, is it just, if you could hear it, like if, if you could, if it could speak, is it just saying, please kill me. I'm in so it's much like, pain. Kill me. No, I, no, I think, <laughs> I think I think that the car if I was to like I this is if I was to personify the car to project onto the car okay. how, I think that the Ford like I think that this car is like battle worn mm. I like it survived the Whomping Willow it survived the Forbidden Forest for six months. It'd be one of those war veterans that yes. seen things. Yes. <laughs> when we had I've a little bit of a deleted things. scene last week. Yeah, exactly. Where the two of them saw the car before they saw Aragog. Mm-hmm. And, and Ron's exclamation was, the forest has turned it wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And wow, then God. we get the like revving engine that almost sounds like it's growling. And it's... It's so satisfying. Like it almost seems like it's about to be like go Christine on them. All of a sudden, it's gonna run them down. Yeah. Uh, Look what you've done to me! <laughs> Ryan's just like, no, I don't have no love for you. No, dang you, kids! Uh, they only built a handful of real spiders for this movie. Like they built Aragog, and then they built this guy. Yeah, that's attacking Ron right here. Ron would be dead. Like the fact oh, yeah, that it hasn't yeah. like sunk its fang- fangs in him yet, and he has like this couple of like a yeah. minute or two before like Harry does well, something the like no they, like, Ron would be dead they like wrap around his neck gone. but he grabs them so I don't think they like pinch all the way but closed be- but the bandables would be behind him they're there yeah. like it would it would sink into the back of his neck easily like, I don't know it's weird the way this thing looks constructed from where they're at it's like cause the thing that's grabbing him are the like the little the little the smaller grabber legs that are yeah. like here in the front but there's fangs that are even that are inside that yeah they're called pedipalps is what the oh, there you go that's what yeah. i meant yeah. okay so like no he'd, he'd be dead yeah that's one of my notes why isn't ron dead you know why isn't and ron dead Ron's maybe dead. it's because you know it's a younger spider it doesn't have like a hunter's instinct and but, it just wants to grab him and take him away yeah. and do something as opposed to like which that yeah, would make sense now now. Mm. and taking mm-hmm. it with him. And meanwhile, useless as ever, Fang is in the back seat just staring up at the roof of the car. I'm so happy Fang like, is oh, still here that though. Sucks. I mean, like he can't do much, no. but we called him a coward in the first movie. He didn't run off. <laughs> no he like waited with harry and ron when they were back to back and they were surrounded he didn't he really was the first one then. in the car he was the first one <laughs> he in like, the let's car. go that's true is he a smarter than average dog 
because <laughs> maybe. of the being maybe that's, maybe he's not a coward maybe he's just smart <laughs> no Tierney's theory because we were talking about like all the shenanigans that Hagrid must get up to because like I'm sure that he like comes down and visits Aragog every once in right. a while they like go like Hagrid calls Fang a coward because he puts Fang in these really horrific <laughs> situations that like everyone else would of course cower in and and Feng Feng doesn't even bark. I think until this minute. Like I think I think it's not even a real bark. But like this thing has grabbed Ron and Harry's trying to get his wand out. And just from the backseat, you just get like, burf, Ooh. and it's great. It's like oh, I love Feng. Like a deep baritone. <laughs> you're, you're helping so Oof. much. He's helping. I helped. Mm. It's um, good. Back at the, <laughs> I, I did want to mention. You know, earlier we get the classic trope. Um, as the car is escaping the hollow, you know, it goes under like the, like it's yeah. like a, a root overpass. And so we get the, the trope of the spider that's on the roof gets knocked off as mm-hmm. they go underneath. Yep. So that's a, that's nice. It's sad. It's very sad. <laughs> I do love, like, I mean it, you know, as the car then is going kind of backing up over this hill, the seeing the spider through the windshield, like as it, you know, it's kind of kind of gets a little air. I think <laughs> I just yeah, I really love it. That makes it's me really satisfying. Oh, yeah. Well, in the air that the car itself gets, this mm. uh, remind me of uh, another movie. You guys, oh. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I was already, I, was, I already know, knew. I, was, I already knew what he was going. I I never even really. I was just about to make like a Star Wars music joke, and I'm like, oh, a Star Wars music. Dun, all of a sudden, dun, 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 dun. Cameron, but it's in reverse. You killed the car. <laughs> oh, oh, they killed. Kill, oh, they oh, they killed the car. Oh yeah, that too. They killed well, the car. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's it's good. That's good stuff. I'm. I like that they're still like kind of struggling with the car. I don't. Does it happen? Maybe it's tomorrow. Actually, I should probably save it. Yeah, there's a thing that happens tomorrow. But like, they're in the car, but they've only like begun. This this is the first leg of the retreat. I like that this is like this is a battle of yeah. a sort. Yeah. There's this. Now that we're like talking about it minute by minute, it definitely makes me think of the kind of moment that you have in like a big fantasy novel or when you have like a like medieval warfare, like you're on the battlefield and there's like the back and forth. There's like the engagement and then your enemy is surrounded. But then like here comes reinforcements. So we're going to retreat, but we're going to launch another assault. And like it's because it hap- because when you're watching this as just like straight through everything happens in less than 5 minutes mm-hmm. yeah it's it's easy to forget that there's like there is definitely like a push and pull between both sides here that is really satisfying as we're sitting in this i'm such a fan of like that sort of like classic warfare mm. thing yeah it's great tension that, uh, building yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And another great trope, you know, it is you know the car is sitting in this like, this little valley now, and then you see the all the spiders like form up in the line over the hill. Exactly. Kinda, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Works really well. Yeah. Um, Harry um, tries. He uses the same spell again. He saves Ron. Harry saves yeah, Ron. He's yep, like yep. kind of competent here. 
He's kind of, kind of competent. I mean, he hasn't cast a lot of spells before this, so now seeing them work for him is, is really satisfying. Yeah. Um, so I was looking up uh, Chamber of Secrets and Spiders, like, intending, like, hoping to find, you know, some behind the scenes of this, this you know, section of the movie or other, you know, similar information. Yeah. Um, so then I like stumbled upon like a Harry Potter fan forum and fell down that rabbit hole for a while. Wow. Um, and specifically, you know, dealing with spiders and and things like that. And, uh, um, found like some really interesting theories in terms of spiders and their relationship to Harry throughout the whole series. Um, and one, I don't know, one person or one group of people were talking about the, um, he grew up in a cupboard under the stairs surrounded uh-huh. by spiders. And oh, his friend, his friend the spider. I think they even talk about, like, they don't bother him, him anymore. Like, he's, you know. Yeah. He's he's, he's used, used to, to spiders, yeah. Because they were always just, like, in his crawl space. Didn't, was it, it was in a, like, early draft or, like, something we talked about, like, they thought about giving him like, like a, spider a spider friend, friend spider in, in Sorcerer's <laughs> Stone, and instead they just give him like the little plastic mannequins to play with. But oh. like, I just made, it just makes me think of Charlotte from like Charlotte's yeah. Web, and like he, she's gonna put like some words within the doorway. That's some boy. Some, yeah. That's some boy. <laughs> the boy who lived. Yeah. Then um, there was also the you know the fact in Goblet of Fire he has to deal with the spider um, in the maze. I guess I think that's in the book. I don't oh, I don't yeah, recall yeah, if they do that in the movie. Stuff. Yeah, they um, also there's like the spider. I think there's also a sphinx in the maze in the book. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um That's crazy. Yeah. Right? The one I thought was really cool was uh there they were connecting like Snape with like a spider and kind of like he like spiders are, you know, in mythology are known as like the weavers of fate, that kind of thing. And oh, he's like yeah. the whole thing with, uh, the binding, what's it called? The binding curse the, or the binding the... curse. Oh yeah. The, um, with him and Narcissa, like the, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They make that, um, the pact or whatever it is. The what promise is it or... called? It's called, but you know what I'm talking this about. Is bother... yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. The Unbreakable Vow. Okay. That's what it's called. Um, so stuff like that. And then the fact that, you know, you get in the maze, I guess, in the Goblet of Fire, like the clue that there's a spider, is, it says something about a spy is in the maze. And so you got spy mm. and spider. And then Snape is a spy who lives in Spinner's End. Um, oh, my. Yeah. So yeah. just just stuff like that, I guess. And, and none of these are my theories, just to be clear. Like, it's just stuff, stuff like that, that is I, always really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't I know if theories. any of that stuff holds weight. I don't, you know, but um, certainly. No, and I don't think that's the point of theories. I think theories are just fun. I like. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot of what our show has become because so much of like because the wizarding world is so big and we only see a very small part of it yeah, has really gonna, become like speculation about what's going on everywhere else. We kind of have to theorize for ourselves. Like, yeah. What's going on. I enjoy sometimes. doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think it's fun. I do really like all the spiders forming up on the hill. It's such oh, a good yeah. shot. I, I don't, do we get it here? Do they back up now? 
Is it the next minute? Is they the next yeah minute they too. start to they, yeah they um, get back turned up around. yeah. yeah. Uh, everything we've had with the spiders so far, I really like, and then and then I have issues with tomorrow, but we'll talk about them tomorrow. Yeah. I guess. Oh, really? the, just this, like little, just little okay. things. I don't love the spider that gets Ron in the window. Uh, that one feels a little puppety to me. Um, sure, you know. Yeah, it, it it feels more like the reason that Ron is holding on to the spider is because it's holding it in place, not <laughs> yeah, he's trying yeah. to get it off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be t- I, that 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 is my worst nightmare. Mm, be to be grabbed yeah. by a spider. <laughs> no, thank you. No thanks. I feel for Ron because like Ron had a fear of spiders before we came into the forest. Yeah, and and this is only gonna make it worse. <laughs> He'll have those that f- same fear in the next movie. <laughs> you tell the spiders, Ron. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, it makes me happy. Yeah. I I literally my my only notes are like spider and then horrible. And then Spider Army, and it's underlined. <laughs> um, my last note is like right before the minute ends when the car is – it's in reverse and it's coming towards the camera. And there's this really nice uh, crane shot that lowers from kind of high up in the tree. And it, it – yeah. the camera moves down as, as the car gets close to the camera. And then – as it's lowering, you can just like ever so slightly make out that there's something kind of in the foreground that's blurred because the the focus is on the car. And at one point, it sort of catches some of like the moonlight or something, and it kind of shimmers. And I'm, I'm, I imagine that it's a little bit of webbing. And Interesting. Uh, I'm always then I always either ex- it's a little mixture of expecting and wanting the car like as it's kind of doing it's it does that like reverse turn into a forward mm -hmm. yeah movement i want it to get stuck in a big web you know and just get that's really satisfying yeah i really wish there was something like that but um this is actually i keep replaying it like this is actually really satisfying and like interesting shot like i don't feel no discredit to chris columbus but we don't get a lot of like interesting different sorts of shots in in these movies like his favorite thing i've noticed in this one in particular at least has like every time we enter a new like room or a new space he always does like an overhead shot down oh, onto yeah. like whoever's in the room and then you kind of like push in on that conversation but because so much of especially this movie is like really talky it's just a lot of back and forth you don't get a lot of Mm. like interesting we talked about it a couple weeks ago um when we got into hagrid's hut for the first time like when he's got they they sneak down to hagrid's hut under the invisibility cloak and hagrid's like expecting someone he's got his crossbow Mm -hmm. we like cut into hagrid's hut but we cut in on uh him making tea and 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 it pulls backwards to show Hagrid in the space rather than the like overhead shot pushing in and it felt very like horror movie-esque in a way that we don't see a lot and like I think that this is another one of those shots where like yeah we're still doing this like overhead thing but just like 
pushing down into the action uh, before cutting away. It's just, it's... It's really satisfying. Yeah, there's a there's a shot next uh, tomorrow that I can't wait to talk about. It's it's Ooh. a gorgeous camera movement and and yeah. It makes me happy. I think that like I think the thing is we we've been talking about this, but like we haven't had any real action in this movie <laughs> in like forty five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's been a while. It's just it's been a while. It's like um. A- and so now, now he's like playing with the camera and pulling out the stops, and it's fun. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, I like that shot. We the 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 reverse shot where the car is getting a little bit of air too is just yeah. it's different, and I like it because of it's because of that. I think I don't I don't know. It's hard to divorce the like the camera moves from like the the little bit of CGI stuff we get in this one. We don't get a lot of CGI in these movies. I don't know. It'll. I just, I'm so ready to talk about like what other people are doing with these movies when we get into the next couple. Because yeah. like the next th- each movie for the next three movies will have a different director. Yep. And yeah. that's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be a different aspect to like kind of like. Because we don't really. It's so easy for. to like neglect what Chris Columbus brought to the table mm-hmm. with these. Like. Like he's he, I would definitely credit him with being responsible for like setting the tone and like finding the you know like casting everyone that he did that like ninety percent of them make it through the entire series, um. A lot of the costuming stuff and things like that, but like, there's not a lot of like interesting, visual, things that happen in these movies. Yeah, the way they do in later ones. Yeah. So it'll be I'm... it'll be fun. I like that the first two movies feel. I mean, they have they share so much of the same DNA. Yeah. You know, and I like that they feel like part one and part two almost, and then from there it, you know, the third one it's like the kids seem it's, like they've aged five years, and and mm-hmm. the movie itself is a more uh, grown up tone and everything. So I, I really like that that the movies are quite a bit different after this one. Yeah. It's really cool to me. I definitely think that, like, I definitely think that that's really beneficial. Like, I know that they probably didn't plan on changing directors sure. so many times in the next couple. But, like, they're, like, separate from the films, the books change tonally so much. Yeah. Between two and three and three and four and four and five. Yeah. And so you have different people, different directors with different voices to come in and, like, show the way that's changing. And then by the time, like, we get into Order of the Phoenix and and Voldemort is back and these kids have decided, like, no, now it's time for us to start taking charge of where the story is going to go. You have David Yates that comes in and just, like, punches it through every time. Like, each of the next four movies after that are all... The, I don't know. I think they're all really good for different reasons, but like, it's it's nice that like they feel like they grow up. Like the movie, yeah. the film itself, the fil- they're growing up in becoming tonally darker and more interesting as the characters do. And I and I just I think it's to a, I think it's to the benefit of this franchise that we got different directors in in the mid sections of this movie or of this of the series. Just weird to say now, knowing that David Yates is doing all five of the, or supposed to be doing all five of the Fantastic Beasts movies. Oh wow! 
I'm almost like worried for them. They're doing five right? of that those. Right. That's a lot. That's a lot yeah, of. Yeah, there's movies. gonna be five of yeah. them. Yeah. Part yeah. two comes out this year, and then I don't. I think she's supposed to be writing the scripts for all five. Mm-hmm. Um. But. And those I'm aren't just, based on books. No, right? this is just yeah, she's, she's her doing this herself, which I think like is interesting. Like, mm-hmm. fan- the first Fantastic Beasts movie is fun. I enjoyed it, I but like, like prior to that movie, Joe Rowling was not a screenwriter. No. Yeah. No. And so I just I don't. Can she pull it? I mean, like, clearly she knows how to like write character, but. I'm just, I'm not sure what's going to happen in the next three, four movies that we're going to get from this series. I don't know if they're, but this is the thing, like, maybe it's because we're focusing on adult characters, like, kids are going to grow up and change, and so it makes sense to have, like, the films themselves grow up and change, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's all weird speculation (laughs) about stuff that we don't have to worry about for a long, long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about today? Anything you guys would like to talk about before we get on to the next one? I'm good. I yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of notes on this one. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, remind everybody where they should uh, come look for your podcast and stuff. You can find uh, me at Real Comic Heroes, and that's real with two E's. And if you search that on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, anywhere, you'll you'll find it. And over there we talk about comic book movies and other geeky movies and uh, chronological order so and then you can find eric and myself at watchman minute and kind of nice. kind of the same thing you search watchman minute you'll find us everywhere all over the place yeah uh everybody should definitely go check out watchman minute because it is awesome and uh Come back tomorrow as we talk about Minute 124 of Chamber of Secrets. I'm not going to do all the shenanigan, all the plugs. There's too many. Everyone knows our plugs at this point. <laughs> uh, they're all in the description notes. You guys know the drill. <laughs> all right. Uh, mischief, mischief managed. managed.